Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liljeno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. If not, we're about to make it amazing, as always. If this is the very first episode that you're listening to, make sure that you press the follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And today's episode is actually a continuation of last week's episode, where me and Lorna were talking about our new favorite book, The Gap and the Gain. Today, we're driving a little bit deeper into this concept, and we talk about how you can can look further into the future, set goals and still remain in the gain, still remain in that gain, appreciating everything that you've achieved up until now. Don't get yourself into that lack of, yeah, but I haven't achieved this yet and I haven't achieved that yet. How you can actually look forward, set goals for yourself, but then still remain in the gain. Please come with me and let's dig into this conversation with me and Lorna. Okay, Lorna. So today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the whole goal setting versus measures and how you can measure your achievements um, and and be in the gain. But then at the same time, how you can set goals and think forward without feeling bad about and putting yourself in the gap about not achieving things. This was something that we we started talking a little bit about in the, in the last episode, but where in my mind, this didn't quite make sense just yet. And I didn't quite, I wasn't able to to place the whole goals goal setting uh, in that whole gap and gain context, let's say. Um, but we've done some reflections, we've done some brainstorming, we talked a lot about this. Um, so I, I've gotten really to the to the conclusion that a goal and a measure isn't really necessarily the same thing. While that was in my head the same thing in the past, where you would set a goal and then you would measure yourself towards did I achieve that goal yes or no like that's the way that my head used to used to think about it is that is do you recognize that would that be the same way that your your brain would think about this as well yeah so your i guess your goal is your you're always taught your goal is something the one thing that you're you're working towards so mm-hmm. before you read this book the only way that you can really or i could really measure it was whether you get to your goal or not yeah. you don't you don't have any other way of appreciating how far you've come because you're just you're focused on this one thing that you're that you're desperately trying to get to Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean that's something I would always ask people as well where they're like when you do reflections and a lot of standard reflection templates and and questions to ask yourself is like did you achieve your goal yes or no and I suppose it comes from that but I think if you if you turn it around and in in the gap and the gain, I feel like that is a question that you actually shouldn't ask people because that really becomes irrelevant. Because when you ask that question, you turn that into the measure. Did you achieve your goal? Yes or no? And it could be a yes, which means that it's a gain. But if it's a no, it's actually a gap, right? Because you didn't you didn't achieve it. Yeah, so probably in my brain, what I would do is break that down into steps. So rather than reaching your goal, then what steps have you taken? What steps have you achieved to get yeah. to your goal? Rather than yeah. this huge, for me, 
the vision that comes in my mind is climbing a mountain and you mm-hmm. get to halfway and you look up and you're like, yeah. I've got so far to go. And that's yeah. all you focus on mm-hmm. is the top of it and how, I guess, what you've not achieved. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there's there's that whole part um, which you have already achieved. So even if you would have set yourself the goal of getting all the way to them, like that, that, that should absolutely be your goal to get all the way to the top. But then when you're sitting there and you're halfway, you should not measure yourself like, oh, there's the top and I'm only halfway. Like that's not the way you should measure yourself. So that's, you know, when we're saying the goal is actually not the measure, the measure is only the gains. So when you're measuring yourself, you only look at the gains. You only look at all the stuff that you've already achieved and and like you say, it's a great way of doing it, breaking it in, right? What are all the things that you have done, and only look at those things. Um, so that's basically what I'm what I'm taking from the book that you should only look at what you have already achieved. You should never look at what you have not yet achieved. Um, and that does not mean that you're not allowed to set goals, but goals just aren't measures. Like the, the goal is your target, while while the measure is your achievements. And that was something that really all of a sudden clicked in my head when I realized, oh, they're not the same thing. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And then if you if you look back, so look back from where you started, look back where you are now, and maybe break that into different steps so you can achieve every step. So you achieve every step and then probably celebrate every step along mm-hmm. the way. So you actually can you can see that progress that you've made along the way. So even though where you are now to your goal looks quite far, then for me I would break that down further so that you can celebrate each time that you yep. you take another step or you get another bit closer. So you don't just celebrate when you get there, you celebrate each, each in my mind now, what I'm thinking of is a ladder. So each step yeah. that you move one up or two up, mm-hmm. then they are celebrations because you've, you've moved those steps closer. Which is why it's so important when we that we create sub goals, right? Because that's going to give you more opportunities to celebrate gains afterwards. Um yeah. yeah so, I so mean, your 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 big goal is your that is your target essentially. Mm-hmm. That's your target, but that's only yeah. going to become your measure once you've mm-hmm. achieved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there always is a link between those two, right? But they are not exactly the same thing because, um, and and that comes back to that that thing, the good hearts law, also that they that they mention in the book that when a measure becomes a target it ceases to be a good measure. Like I had a really difficult time grasping this one when you, when you first told me about this this one. When a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. Like I, I couldn't understand it because it was an equal sign in my head between between a target and a measure. And now this this law here is saying that it's not the same. And I was like, ha, I don't, I don't get it. But that's when you start to realize that actually a measure and a target are not too... They're not the same thing because that's literally what this says. Uh, the, the, when a measure becomes a target, it's not no longer a good measure because a target should never be a measure. A target is a target. It's an aiming yeah. point, but it's yeah. nothing that you should measure yourself towards. Something you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the, you know, in the future, it's something. It's something you're aiming for. So you can't. You can't really measure yourself when you get there. You appreciate mm-hmm. the process of, of getting there. So that is your measure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, obviously, like, so, so really, this is this is the first part. Eh? The main takeaway here, if if anyone, anyone like remembers anything from this, the goal is your target, the measure is your achievements. They are two di- different things. Like they relate to each other, but they're two different things. Um. Now, the question, obviously, what we got into next was then, but if you only look at what you've gained, are you then not only looking at 
the positives. And this is something that we've talked a lot about in the past as well, when we came up with that N formula and everything where we, where we talked about, yeah, but if you don't look at your improvement points, how can you actually grow from that? And that comes into, you know, growth mindset as well, where you, you, own, you don't only look at your positive, because if you only look at your positives, how are you going to improve? If you only just look at, oh, I was good at that and I was good at that. Yeah, but what? How are you then going to get better at the things that you weren't that great at, right? Um, so how does this then fit in this whole uh, whole equation of the gap in the game? So for me, I would think every time I push my comfort zone, mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect because we don't, mm-hmm. you know, perfect doesn't exist. So then you're going to fail, dare to fail, dare to make mistakes, and then the mistakes that you make. Are your are your learnings that that are going to propel you forward? Yeah, and in that sense, they become gains, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they were yeah. failures, they are gains actually because you extracted a lesson from them, and that lesson is your gain. So you're allowed to measure those ones. You're allowed to focus on those, but only in the context of I learned this lesson from it. Yeah, and then what did there was quite a cool quote that just because you fail does not make you a failure mm-hmm. because your your fails are gains yeah they're challenges they're yeah. they're things that are going to propel you forward yeah yeah absolutely so a failure is only a failure if you don't learn something from it this is mm-hmm. something i say a lot that, that it's it's really about turning failure or mistakes into lessons and the moment you turn it into a lesson it's a gain and thereby you can actually measure it like that that's where you can you can add it to your to your gain uh, gain meter or whatever yeah. you want to refer to it and i guess yeah. i guess normally or i used to when if you fail you used to think you'd be surrounded by negative feelings mm-hmm. because you think you're a failure mm-hmm. but it's not it's actually it's actually a positive thing and i honestly believe the only time that you would f- properly fail or become a failure is if if you don't try again if you give up that's the yeah. only way that you can that is the only way that I could fail now yeah 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 I heard somewhere that this they talked about minor and major failures like there really is like minor failures are all those things that the fails that we make in a, in a track or whatever we we get the distance work those are like minor failures there's only like it can be a lot of minor failures and those are the ones that you're learning from but there's only one major failure and the major failure is giving up like that's the only way you can you can actually fail. Like that's the only real failure. All the other ones are just mistakes and they they equal lessons, right? Yeah. And you could switch that again for your success. Like success doesn't have to be something massive. It could be a mini success. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your gains, right? It's it's uh, successes, wins, gains, yeah, whatever you want to call them. And yeah. So how can you then put this into a process like how would you you work around this when you when you look at the competitions you've you've been at the way the competition over day like how how would how would you put this whole process into place so i guess if i don't know, say you'd gone to a competition and you'd had four fences down mm-hmm. if you were if you were in that fixed mindset you would see it as oh my god it's the end of the world i've had four fences down i can't ride Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. so then switch it up and actually think why why have I had those fences down and then you would make that you would actually see that or I would see that as a progress once I'd worked out why I had them down you know was your canter not good enough were you tense were you nervous 
So all of those things, I would actually then see them as a gain, work out why they happened. Mm-hmm. And actually, that is that is a mini step forward. Although you think initially it's a step backward because you had four fences down. Mm-hmm. Actually, process it, work it out. Why did you have them down? Mm-hmm. Which is a mini step forward once you can work out, or maybe quite a big step forward once you can work out why you had them down. Yeah. And then see that as an opportunity that you've learned from that. And you, yeah. you, you can then go out the next again weekend and, and put that into practice. Yeah. Yeah, and that so makes it's a, a win. It's a win. Yeah, it makes it a huge gain the moment that you do you actually sit down and you refre- reflect and you realize what caused those four fences, and then you 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 start to do something differently, and you go into your training and you practice that thing that you came up with, and then you go into your next competition, and then actually you only have two fences down because you figured out why you had those other two fences. Like it's it's, it's and then that becomes a gain because that was a lesson, and you learn something from it, and that's something that's gonna stick with you forever, right? Once you learn that lesson, you're never gonna make that mistake, or maybe you will make that mistake again. Let's be <laughs> we're all humans, but but it's it's certainly gonna limit your chances of making that mistake. Yeah, and it actually, be, and it is exciting to to actually have a plan in place that you can work it all that you can work it all out and just see that there is benefit in every single time that you go out. You, yeah, you're learning something. Like everything, everything is there to be worked on and to be improved on. And if you can keep taking that, then the only way you can go is up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so maybe coming back to this whole thing with 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 targets and and goals and and gains being the the measure or or achievements being your measure like so let's say take this example that you said now you had four four fences down let's say you were to go in like in and that's the thing like i I suppose in that case it's fine to set your goal or your target to being a clear round i I usually tell people that's not a great goal because it's outside of your control a lot of the time but i suppose in that case you 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 could in theory set that as a goal for yourself but then you're not going to measure yourself towards that that could be your target to have to have a clear round but then when you're coming out and you had those four fences, you're not going to be measuring yourself towards that ground. So you're not going to see those four poles as gaps. Like those are four fences that stood between me and, and that ground. What you're going to do is, okay, I had eight fences that were stayed up. Those are gains, right? First of all. Um, and also uh, because I came through that turn there, I turned a little bit too sharp. That means I came a little bit too close to that fence. Uh, and therefore that caused that pole. Um, the, the lesson I'm taking from this is that next time I'm going to take a bit of a wider turn. I'm going to make sure my horse is on the outside rein. That's a gain. So again, you're measuring the gains and you only really focus on the gains. You don't focus on those four fences in the sense that, oh, they stood between me and that clear round. You focus on them in the sense that that fence taught me that lesson. That fence taught me that lesson. And actually now I'm sitting here with 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 um, five gains because I I uh, I had that experience. Yeah, and I guess it comes down to that thing, recognising, like you can't, I don't mean you can't forget your mistakes, but recognise why they happened. You have to understand why they happened, otherwise mm-hmm. you just come out, it's not realistic, is it? You just, you know, you're saying focus on those five, which is great, but you have to recognise also the things that you you know, didn't quite go to plan or you didn't do so well, because yeah. that is what's, yeah, focus on, you've got those five fences. Like, actually write down, reflect on how you rode those five fences, how they felt, what you did, but do the same on the other side of your bit of paper or whatever for the ones you had down. Mm-hmm. And then even the next time you go out, just try and ride, you know, if you can get the feeling around half of that course, if you can get that feeling around three quarters of that course, mm-hmm. like just don't don't think suddenly I need to go out the next time and have to ride the whole course in that way. Just 
that is your aim but even if you can do you know even even if you can just write a bit more of the track in the way Mm -hmm. that you want to or recognizing if you have a fence down and it was quite hard when you're writing a track but it was because I did whatever so then try and get your focus back and write the way that you want to for your next fence yeah yeah indeed not immediately saying that seeing that as a gap and being like oh I had this fence down but more like okay how how can I turn this into a gain now what what can I do differently on on the next fence yeah um and, and but then you, you probably just hit the nail on the head because how many of us come out of a round and somebody says to you how did that go i had a fence down yeah. is your that is your answer straight away yeah so how about the horse was really good and had an amazing canter my lines were really good you know and, and yeah <laughs> and, there you go and there's and the answer we had we're like, and, and 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 i had a fence down which taught me that next time i am i need to take a, the, my turns a little bit wider so i give my horse a chance to actually see those fences in time like it's and that's the whole thing though and you're not supposed to turn a blind eye and pretend that that didn't happen because like you know you, you could be in that just i'm gonna be a positive person and i'm only gonna talk about the positive like that can be quite shallow after a while like that's that's not real it's we're absolutely not saying like don't like turn a blind eye to the things that didn't go the way you wanted absolutely not but talk about them how like talk about them from a gain perspective what did you gain from that experience what did you gain from the fact that you had that pull down what did you gain like what what has it given you which value has it which lesson has it, it, it taught you and immediately include that lesson yeah, I'm going to challenge myself to every time I come out of a round all winter to say the positives before the negative. That's basically because the end formula. You're gonna you're gonna challenge yourself yeah. to use the end formula. Yeah, yeah. Say, say something positive, and say something that you want to improve upon, and how you're going to improve upon it. Like which which yeah. lesson that it taught you. Like because that 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 can be even more challenging. Because a lot of people say like focus on the positive. That like you know once you get into the habit of doing that, that's that's can be quite fine. But you like it can almost feel shallow it's like now i'm just like ignoring the fact like, that i have that pole and that's not the intention right but then it's... make that not your main focus because you've jumped 12 fences clear and you've had one down so why are you then going to come out of your round and somebody says how did it go and you focus on that one fence yeah you're focused yeah. on that one thing rather than the other Although, all the other fences yeah. that you rode really well which is why it's really good i think as well to start with the positive Mm. start with the positive and then you can talk about yeah and then this happened which taught me this and this and this and this this again come back to that brilliant formula that we came up with um but uh but uh yeah yeah i, I think uh that that sums it up and and I, another thing we can we can give people away with also as an action point and this is something that we started doing me and lorna um that we that we send each other at the end of every day we, we send each other our gains of the day so we obviously stop three gains um so like find yourself a, a celebration partner or a game partner, whatever you want to call it, where you actually every day you commit to just sending them three games. And and again, those can be things that are positives, purely positives. Uh, like my, my Welsh felt great in the dressage training today. I was able to do this and that, da, 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 da. it can be purely positives, but it can also be things like that where you say, I, I learned this lesson. Like actually... Um, my my horse and I, we, like to be make it really dramatic, like we, we crashed through a fence, which taught me that... Da, 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 da. That, that I need to sit up and I need to look up. That is a gain, right? And just get into the habit of of, um, of 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 focusing on them and identifying those gains that you have every single day. And and 
what I've noticed when we, we've started doing this is you start with three. And first you think it's it's a challenge to start to get to three, but then once you get to three, it's almost like, oh, but this one as well and this one as well. And then before it you have five gains <laughs> and you stand across five gains. So yeah, it's really just a matter of, of forcing your brain to think think in those positives, right? And don't overthink it. You know, they don't need they don't need to be massive wins or gains of the day. Simple things. You've managed to drink your water you've gone for a run you've Mm -hmm. ridden your horse you've done your emails just don't just make it simple because there's always and even the days that you think are not so great or they've not gone to plan there is always three wins in there always yeah yeah even if that means that you need to take a challenge and turn it into a a lesson or or like something that maybe didn't go the way that you had imagined then it's it's that it's really the the art there to just turn it into a game even if you've had the worst of days and, and at first instance you can't think of anything, but then you turn them into games. That, that's what you need to do then. <laughs> and that's uh, probably the more powerful ones even. Yeah. Yeah. And share them. Share them. Because it inspires somebody else or your partner to, yeah. to find their three their three wins. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, share it on social media. I think that's a brilliant one as well. Like if you want to share your gains on social media, like I'm, I'm trying to stay away from social media before, before that time. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it that way, but of course, like write it down and then you can share it on social media, maybe another day and, and um, challenge other people to do the same and put up their gains. Yeah. Super. Cool. All right. Did we did we cover everything for today? Did you have something else that you wanted to throw in the throw in no, the? I think day? I think that is all. But yeah, just celebrate your wins. Even just like you said, just just celebrate your wins of the day. It makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel happy. Yeah, yeah. And you can also see how you're making progress. I think that's a huge one as well. Where you where you sometimes you feel like I'm I'm not getting anywhere, but then if you actually sit down and you really list those gains up you can actually see that you're making you're getting somewhere you're taking action you're 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 getting there like one step at a time yeah yeah it's really it's really cool sharing your your friends wins or gains or yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah absolutely awesome so to all of you who's listening if you enjoyed this episode please go ahead and share it with uh, your friends your family anyone that you would like to keep as your your celebration partner your gain partner uh, this is a, this is such a brilliant exercise you can do together with with anyone so so identify who would you would like to have as your celebration partner send them this episode so so they also have a clear view of what they need to be doing um, you can also share it on social media obviously maybe this is the gain of your day that you listen to this episode so please go ahead and share that and other than that we are going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing.